Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Rebel Nation, it's time for the Cannon Motors of Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline with your host, Gary Darby. Brown fakes left, goes right himself. He's in the end zone. Touchdown, Ole Miss. Giving you the lowdown on the mighty Rebels for the past 25 years. Near side, there's a pitch. It's on the turf, and the Rebels recover it. Make your voice heard. Be part of the show by texting 662-426-1093. Touchdown! John Rice Plumley faked it to Connor off the left side, kept it around the end, and takes it to the powder blue house. 662-426-1093. And here it is. We're underway in the Sugar Bowl. And here's your host, Gary Darby. It is time for another Cannon Motors of Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline. This is Gary Darby with Chuck Roundsville and Gordon Ford. Today, let me tell you what's coming up. Harry Harrison will join us back in his normal slot here in the uh, second segment, the game analyst on the Ole Miss Radio Network. Then we'll have Texas A&M insider Matt Dean on the program. We need your text messages at 662-426-1093. Coming up, we'll have some thoughts from Lane Kiffin, and it will be thoughts on some things you guys have texted us about also that we've talked about on this program a couple of times as far as receivers are concerned. Two names that popped up on Saturday, Dennis Jackson and John Rice Plumley, and we'll give you their numbers and some things and talk uh, with or, and hear uh, Lane's comments on that. Mr. Chuck, how are you? Doing good, brother. How are you? Things are good, except for this daylight savings time stuff. Uh-oh. <laughs> I, I'm, it, it can't be dark now, right? I'm just, we were, I, I, before you know, we were all coming in here, I'm pounding these little, don't tell the kids I stole a lot of chocolate out of the <laughs> Halloween candy. And I've been banging a lot of that stuff to try and stay awake. Old Darb's having trouble tonight. Yeah, there you go. I hear you. I saw that candy, man. You got a little bit. Oh, yeah. I gave you, I, I shared. I was I was I was a sharer. How are you, Gordon? I'm wonderful, man. Just kind of like you. The daylight savings time is kind of throwing me off here a little bit. Well, we uh, we have another good show coming up for you here tonight, and we've got a lot of different things that we'll get into. And remember, again, uh, we will jump into your text messages at six six two four two six one zero nine three. But now it's time for Lane's thoughts. They're brought to you by First First South Farm Credit. Let their experience. Work for you. And, guys, uh, I know that Gordon has asked for Dennis Jackson in the past. We've all had text messages about John Rice Plumley. Here's what the head coach had to say. It was huge. Probably, you know, Plumley and here are probably the stories of the game offensively, but probably even more him because he had, you know, missed a lot of opportunities, you know, in games or practice and not made, you know, plays that we needed him to make. And so for him to do that today was huge. And, um, you know, he had the one in Tennessee, but, you know, he was – he was wide open. Here he made some competitive plays, you know, which is what we've been waiting on for him to do because um, he's very talented. 
Jackson had six catches, Chuck, for 126 and a touchdown, and then Plumley had seven more for 110. And we're still waiting, and we'll answer some of those questions on the Drummonds and Mingos and Sanders of the group. But it was good to see them, especially after Jackson had that first drop early, wide open across the middle, mm-hmm. to respond and do what they did. They had to have it. Yes. I mean, somebody had to come, especially when Liberty loading the box and, and really shutting the Ole Miss run game down other than Ely's second play from scrimmage. Uh, they, Liberty did a tremendous job against the run. We had to throw the ball, and some of those receivers had to step up, and those two did. Oh, definitely. And you think about it, you're right about the run. You had Plumley back there in a quarterback situation, and before he could even get the ball to try to run, they they were back there getting him. Yeah. You know, and, and Dennis Jackson. Like that was kind of confusing said. to me, though, why they corral takes them all the way down the field, and then they put Plumley in there for, for the Wildcat. And everybody in the stadium knows he's going to keep it. That's, that's true. <laughs> oh, man. But like Gary said, Sometimes Dan, coaches outthink themselves, I think. <laughs> more times than not, right? Like, more times than not. But Dennis dropped that first pass, and I was sitting there thinking, "Oh my lord!" Is you know, but I mean, he caught a great pass down there at the in the first half where he juked and jived and went in the end zone. Mm-hmm. And I mean, he he did. He played very well. Sure did. Let's speak on the defense too, while we have a little time here before the end of it, because I mean, obviously they scored fourteen in the second half. But I don't care who you're putting a zero up against in college football. If you do it in the first half, you've accomplished something. And they held, you know, the quarterback that obviously got loose a little bit there in the second half. I thought defensively, really good first half, and, and for the most part, I mean, again, you give up fourteen points in today's college world, you live with that. And and it was a great outing on Saturday. Well, it's all about points, but you know, I, I have to say, I was a little disappointed in the way they were able to gash us in the run game. Uh, but you're right. A shutout against anybody in college football is a quality half, and 14 points overall is a quality game. I just, I've got this little bad feeling though with Texas A&M coming yes. up because they really run the ball well, and uh, we just got gashed over and over. I mean, over 300 yards. Now, the flip side of that is we had three interceptions. And nine quarterback sacks. I mean, it doesn't get any better than that. And part of the game, too, and Lane addressed this in his, his media stuff today, the plays ended up 81 offensive plays for Liberty, and, and I think Ole Miss only had 55 mm-hmm. because Ole Miss didn't convert some third downs during the second half and didn't do anything. And so and we've, we're seeing this now both offensively and defensively, guys. Players are having to play way too many snaps for Ole Miss through no this No question at no, all. No doubt. And also, I'm sorry, Gordon, I mean to interrupt you there, but also, we still are plagued by those dead gum penalties. Yeah. We've got to get more discipline out there. Got to. No, he's right. They got to get more discipline. And you know, defensively, you know, they gave up a lot of yards. I mean, we can talk about how great they play, but I mean, they stopped them when they needed to stop them. And but overall, statistically, it really wasn't that great. Got the win though, and yeah. seven and two. And it, but it, but again, Gordon, it's about points. Yeah, it's not about yards. It's about points. That's right. And Ole Miss had more on that day. That's right. Ole Miss and Texas A&M talk coming up on this, the Cannon Motors of Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline. Stay with us. Cannon Motors is excited to be celebrating 65 years of serving you. And your family. From the time my dad started Cannon Motors in 1957, our goal has been to provide you with the best customer experience possible. Allow us to continue to serve you. 
by contacting Cannon Chevrolet of Oxford to bring home a new Tahoe or Silverado. And remember, when the smoke clears, nobody beats a Cannon deal. Nobody. Chevrolet, buy a new road. What does the farm mean to you? Maybe it's a piece of land for production, crops, or cattle. Or maybe the farm is just a place you can go to relax or enjoy the outdoors. Whatever the farm means to you, First South Farm Credit can help you finance or refinance that perfect piece of land. We've been financing farms and land since 1916 with competitive rates and flexible terms. For more information, go to FirstSouthLand.com. Equal housing lender. Cannon Cleary McGraw is ranked Oxford's number one real estate firm because of fans like you. The agents of Cannon Cleary McGraw are true experts in their field, and it shows with hundreds of five-star reviews and unwavering commitment to their clients. Cannon Cleary McGraw experts specialize in game day condos, seasonal townhomes, and high-end single-family homes. If you are on the sidelines and ready to get in the game, give a Cannon Cleary McGraw agent a call today at 662-371-1000. Tilt the odds in your favor of getting what you want with the best service in Oxford at Cannon Cleary McGraw real estate. If you're in the market for a fine piece of jewelry, there's only one name to know, Van Atkins. Serving its customers since 1939, Van Atkins has been voted the best estate jeweler in Mississippi multiple times. With great locations to serve you in historic downtown New Albany and on the square in Oxford, Van Atkins is the place to go. Whether it's a piece for yourself or for that special someone, Van Atkins is the easy decision. And like Chuck always says, you know she's worth it. You're listening to the Rebel Yell Hotline, presented by Cannon Motors. Don't forget those text messages at 662-426-1093. Several of you already in, and a lot of it is about the health of the Ole Miss players. We'll check in on that coming up in moments. We'll also have a look at all of those injuries and more. We've got plenty of things with our game day outlook and our Texas A&M insider Matt Dean coming up later in the program. But this is Harry's Corner, presented by Gateway Tire, serving you since 1929, 54 locations, six states, Gateway Tire. Going the distance for you harry harrison is it any truth you are the guest picker on game day coming up on saturday darby there, there was a there was a vote today at manning center and they all elected you my man i got i got out <laughs> by two votes come on now there's just no way that i'm beating you out of that 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 choice uh at all how you doing tonight man man everything is good everything's good rebels are seven and two and uh headed into obviously a big weekend with texas a&m very very good football team Harry, uh, Texas A&M's run game, after we gave up quite a few yards against Liberty, uh, what are your concerns there with uh, the Aggies? Well, you know, <laughs> here's my concern with the Aggies. They, they, they have uh, recruited and developed a very, very good defense. So, old school, let's play good defense. The offense is, you know, run game. We've got a couple guys that obviously carry the mail and, uh, and Spiller and in uh, – Smith and uh, but quarterback as we know was a backup quarterback about the third game he got called maybe the second game he got called in to start doing his thing and he's getting better he's not a, he's not having a great year but he's a true freshman and he's gotten better and better but they play such good defense they run the ball very good the offensive lines obviously very talented and yeah I you know I think Saturday second half twenty four nothing we got a little tired. To, if you look back at the, the, the stats on that, the Rebels only had the football for 55 plays. 
So Liberty had it quite a few more, and, uh, uh, you know, I think we just gassed a little bit and probably let our foot off the damn break a bit. But uh, anyway, that's football. That one's over with. Hughes going back to Virginia, and all's good. <laughs> hey, Harry, it's Gordon. Uh, I'll tell you what, you had some receivers step up that really hadn't done a whole lot, and, you know, especially seeing Dennis Jackson make some good catches and Plumley. Man, what were your thoughts on that? Well, I, I, I was excited. I mean, I knew we had to have somebody to step up because our, our three main guys have been out now for weeks. Uh, we did see a little bit of Braylon Sanders caught a long uh, go route, uh, just kind of stretched it out and see what he could do, and that was a big play in the game. But Dennis Jackson and, and JRP uh, both had good good days. I've been saying all along we got to figure out a way to get JRP 10 or 12 touches a game, and they did that Saturday, and he produced. Both of them did very well. Dennis Jackson's a sprinter from high school. He's a guy who can take the top off the secondary. you got to have somebody. I mean, you can't just throw under, underneath the routes all day because they start squatting on you. But uh, you got to have somebody that can take the top off of that. And uh, Dennis certainly has that speed. And finally got the, made a terrific catch, dropped an easy one earlier, and then made a terrific catch down the field. So extremely happy with that. You know, Harry, I've watched A&M a couple of times now, and oddly enough, it's the Alabama game and the Auburn game, and that's the two teams that Ole Miss has lost to. And to me, where A&M has gotten this thing after the Mississippi State loss is at the line of scrimmage on both sides. I mean, they got big dudes on both sides, and they were able to control the Alabamas and the Auburns that Ole Miss has already faced. Your thoughts on that? Yeah, I think you're hitting it right on the head there, Gary. DeMarvin Leal, he's a defensive tackle that's uh, been there for several years, uh, is really having a good junior season. I think he's a redshirt uh, junior, and so he's uh, he's really having a good year. Their defense is uh, is certainly doing well. And kind of like uh, Coach Kiffin said today, he's trying to find somebody on that defense that you could go pick on. And so far, after Washington for two days, they hadn't found that guy. Aaron Hansford is a linebacker, leading them in tackles, and hey, they're only giving up about 14 points a game, guys. So something's got to give. The Rebels' high-scoring offense has got to get in gear. And then, of course, you know we, we've been toying with the right guard position since Ben Brown's gotten hurt, and that's been inside uh, has been a little bit of a challenge for us. So we got a work cut out for us, no doubt. Harry. Uh... Talk about our running back situation. Uh, we got three good ones. Uh, Ely finally came around after, you know, struggling a couple weeks with concussion. Uh, but the run game against Liberty just didn't solidify very well. What What do you got? I mean, we're a good running team, but it just didn't show Saturday. No, and, and, and really in the second half, Chuck, uh, I, I really think, and I said this on post game the other day, I think Hugh Freeze figured out all of a sudden he, he's going to get killed in the trenches. He didn't have the guys in defense to stack up. So, guess what? He started bringing seven and eight down in the box, and they started blitzing and just, you know, coming at us. And so between the tackles, it just didn't work. I mean, you got too many bodies there to block. Uh, so that, that was that was what they decided to do second half down 24 nothing to try to make up for to stop the run game. The second play of the game was probably the best run of the game, of course, in – we just didn't get it done between the tackles, and I think I talked a moment ago about it. I mean, we just don't realize what a big, big loss it was for Ben Brown to go down. And uh, what a shame. I mean, you know, the Rebels had 101 or two plays in Tennessee, and he gets, he gets hurt on either the last play or the next to the last play. But that's football, and unfortunately he's gone for us. And it's, so 
Uh, we started a guy they've been trying to the guard, Jalen Cunningham, for a couple of years and moved him on the other side, brought him back, and, you know, had some good things, had some bad things. I mean, you, you couldn't expect him to pick all the things up. And, but he'll be challenged this weekend along, uh, along with the entire offensive line. So I think uh, uh, our left guard, which his, his name just left me. but uh, Caleb Warren. Yeah, Caleb, Caleb Warren. Uh, you know, he, he's been nicked up. He missed a couple games after having some surgery on his foot. So he's just now kind of coming back. I don't think he's 100%. So, you know, uh, Umana has probably played every snap on Saturday. Those guys have got to play better this, this coming weekend because we know the inside uh, you know, rush defensive line is going to be good for, for the Aggies. And, and those guys have got to produce. So we got to find some ways to, uh, especially if we, you know, and we should be able to get some of those receivers back. Maybe, maybe Braylon's going to play a few more plays. Hopefully we'll get uh, – Don Terry and Drummond back for some plays. But, you know, we didn't go to the tight end at all Saturday, so could be that uh, he's he's another guy like we had against Auburn who gets, gets targeted quite a bit, Casey Kelly. Harry, you mentioned the guy earlier, Leal, to me, uh, may be as good as uh, the Anderson kid at Alabama as, as two of the best defensive players, obviously, in the conference. No doubt, no doubt. Uh, this guy's uh, – been starting for years, and he's really stepped up, Chuck, and he's brought his game to a new level this year. I'm just looking at, uh, you know, uh, some of the things that he's done, and, and I think I want to say that uh, he is right behind uh, Sam Williams in sacks uh, on, on the season. I'll have to dig a little further into that, but I was trying to read earlier about him. He, he's a man, there's no doubt. He, he's, the, he's the guy that makes it all work for the for the front guys, that front four. And, and they run a four-man front, so we're going to see that again. We don't see that often, but we will see it again Saturday. But they've got some players, there's no doubt about it. I mean, well, it's, it's, it's like they feed the best, on. Best state in the, in the country uh, for recruiting, you can't help but have good players. Harry, it's like they feed off of him, though. He makes a big play, and, and all of a sudden it's a frenzy. Yes, sir. You talking about DeMarvin Leal? Yes, yeah. no doubt, no doubt. I mean, they lost some guys from last year. They got a Junior Johnson who's playing for the Steelers, I think, now. He was a heck of a player last year. But as I mentioned earlier, uh, you know, this 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 linebacker, Hansford, has stepped up and kind of picked up where he left off. But, uh, you know, you flip on the other side, you got this all-world tight end. He's their lead receiver, Jalen Wiedemeyer, or Wiedemeyer. Yeah, he's sounds like you ought to be playing on Animal House. But anyway, he's uh, – <laughs> He's about a 260-pound tight end for Texas A&M. And, uh, that can run. He uh, can run. He's very athletic, good hands. So he's their leading weapon from the passing game. You, you know, the Calzada had quite a, you know, a, not a perfect game against Alabama, but he played good when he had to, made some good throws that night. We just got to find a way to get pressure on him and uh, and somehow slow that run game down. And, and our offense got to get back in gear, of course. All right, my man. Thanks for being with us on another Monday night. Let's hope we're talking after a Rebel win, eight and two on the year next time we chat. Absolutely, okay? man. Absolutely. I've been predicting ten. We got to win this one if you're going to get to ten, right? <laughs> That's <laughs> the mathematics would be correct. Yes. Thanks, Harry. Thanks, Harry. All right, Thanks, guys. Harry. Later. All right, guys. This begins, uh, you know, our chat here tonight. A full week of Ole Miss athletics. I mean, we have men's basketball coming up tomorrow against New Orleans. We get Wednesday night off. 
Uh, there is uh, other basketball to be played with the women's team going on. We've got soccer now hosting an NCAA match on Friday against St. Louis. Uh, we have Saturday football and all that's going on. Sunday we've got more women's basketball, so there's plenty of entertainment to be had in the city of Oxford. There you go, brother. I'm, I'm yep. excited about Kermit's team. I want to see. I didn't go to the exhibition game the other night. I had some other duties, but uh, I'm excited about going tomorrow night. You're you know, just going to move down here, right, Gordon? You're just going to find somewhere oh, yeah. to live and just go to all these oh, things. I can, I can find a place. So I got. I know you got a room for me, Gary. But uh, we move some boxes around. <laughs> <laughs> but you know they got a big game next Thursday night, and you know they kind of struggled in their exhibition game. That being basketball, they got Marquette coming in here. Like, what is the 17th or the 18th? And, you know, one time, I mean, you said Marquette. People jumped back and said, listen, you know, gosh, it'll be tough to beat them. But I, I think they will beat this Marquette team. And, you know, they played 14 a season. Oxford Orthopedic and Sports Medicine Board Certified Surgeons are specially trained for you and your family. From dad's knee replacement to your son's football injury. Leaders in orthopedic care. Oxford Orthopedic can treat any of your orthopedic needs close to home. Locations in Oxford, Batesville, Grenada, Hernando, Cleveland, Calhoun City, and Pontotoc. Official orthopedic team physicians for Ole Miss Athletics. To make an appointment, call 662-513-2000 or visit OxfordOrtho.org. Looking for the right place to get your game day colors? Rebel Rags has the largest selection of Ole Miss merchandise anywhere, including football jerseys in every size and color. Come grab them while supplies last. Rebel Rags also has game day polos, sideline gear, tailgate items, and more. Famous name brands like Nike, Under Armour, Columbia, Drake, Coliseum, Champion, and Comfort Color T-shirts. Check out Rebel Rags' new entrance off Jackson Avenue with plenty of parking or shop online at rebelrags.net. Rebel Rags, owned and operated by Rebel fans for Rebel fans. Sell them, Molly. Rebel Rags, anything, everything, all. Miss. Lawsuits have been filed by parents of premature babies who died or were seriously injured of necrotizing enterocolitis after being given Similac or Enfamil infant formula. The law office of Dan Mars is currently accepting necrotizing enterocolitis cases in all 50 states. If your child was injured or died after being given Similac or Enfamil baby formula, please call the law office of Dan Mars immediately for free consultation at 1-800-650-2152. That's 1-800-650-2152. Cannon Motors is excited to be celebrating 65 years of serving you and your family. From the time my dad started Cannon Motors in 1957, our goal has been to provide you with the best customer experience possible. Allow us to continue to serve you by contacting Cannon Chevrolet of Oxford to bring home a new Tahoe or Silverado. And remember, when the smoke clears, nobody beats a Cannon deal. Nobody. Chevrolet, find new roads. More of the Rebel Yell Hotline, presented by Cannon Motors, coming up next. Moving along on a Monday night, the Cannon Motors of Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline. Gary, Chuck, and Gordon in the studio with you. Your text messages at 662-426-1093 and the injury report. And, guys, since most of the text messages are all about that, let's just kind of combine it all together. The Cannon Cleary McGraw text messages, they bring those to you. Check out their website at ccmoxford.com for homes, lots, land, condos, all for sale in the Oxford area, and the Rebel Injury Report. From Oxford Orthopedics and Sports Medicine. You want to run down the list of injuries first, and if you don't touch on something, yeah, I'll yeah. go to the text messages. Yeah, uh, cornerback Jalen Jones left the game with an undisclosed injury that I didn't return after he had a interception in the game. Uh, 
Defensive end Sam Williams has got a hip pointer, but he came back in the game after he got hurt. So, you know, he might be a little hobbled, but I, th- I think he'll be ready to go. Cornerback uh, Dean Leonard didn't play. We don't know what the injury was, but we, we know he was injured. On offense, you got uh, Caleb Warren seems to be okay, like Harry said. Ben Brown out for the year, as everybody knows. Jonathan Mingo, Coach Kiffin kind of uh, – inferred today that he probably wouldn't be back until the bowl game and i know the original target was for this game coming up so apparently he's behind his rehab schedule don terrio drummond i think is iffy but harry may know something i don't he said that hope to get a few plays out of him and i think braylon sanders will be still be a little limited but probably play more than he did last week so that answers one of the text messages out of the 662 about Drummond and if we will see more of him coming up in the next game. Uh, this question, and obviously how healthy is Matt after not getting any rest this weekend? You could see visibly yeah. that's still trouble for him. Oh, he's aggravating it every game. And uh, I, I think he's going to be the same this week as he was last week. I, I mean, he we hadn't had a bye week since before Alabama, and it's just – 30 carries against Tennessee, and and the the boys just cripple right now. And there's only so much. I mean, they cannot practice him right. They can let him sit. He can get treatment and all the treatment in the world. But when it comes game day, I mean, you got to get after it and go, Gordon, and there's there's no rest there. Wasn't it amazing, though, that the kid is kind of playing on one leg and he was 20 of 27, (laughs) you know, over 300 yards. I mean, he's just a—he's an incredible player, and he's tough as he can be. Now, I noticed when he run the ball, he—he he would slide. Which That's thank right. God, yeah. yes. thank yes. God for that. Well, you look at also uh, some of the rankings of those two quarterbacks, and the NFL was in here, mm-hmm. and you know, of course, they, for whatever reason, they had Willis over him, and I didn't really see that. And you know, they have Corral like going twenty-one, and Willis like six or something like that. But I'll tell you right now, passing wise, and if you're NFL. I think, you know, you Corral fits all the bills, you know. No, there was no comparison between there was Corral's arm and Willis's none. arm. Now, Willis is a fine player, don't get me wrong, but, man, Corral's arm is otherworldly. And we were, we were talking about this in our little meeting before we came in studio and, and did this. The offense for Ole Miss, with Matt Corral able to run those – 25-yard run. Sometimes he gets – he's having to slide six or seven yards in. He can't keep testing it and cutting it and trying to get past a guy. No longer lowering a shoulder and trying to do that. And so where he was able to get some first down runs in these earlier games, he's having to stop it short. And I don't think that will be any different coming up on Saturday night. I don't either. I don't either. In fact, they're going to bring a lot of pressure on him. I really believe because they're good enough to hold the line of scrimmage and against the run anyway. I think, and in listening, because I did listen a little bit to Jimbo, I think they're going to bring some guys after him on Saturday. They've got to. Yeah. I mean, and, and on the flip side, if you watch the Liberty film, what would you do on offense? Well, like, run the ball. Right. And it, and as Harry said, that's what Liberty even went to, right, was yeah. the pressure on him. You're, you are going to. Ole Miss will have to run the football yeah. on Saturday. Yeah. No they, doubt about it. All right, the other question off the text message line that comes in is about Taiwan Malone, uh, and it's he should be getting healthy. Could he contribute in the last three games? Kind of a two-parter because also asking about Clowney and his progress. That's from Walton, the 601. I hope that both of them can, Gary, because like like he Walt said, uh, Taiwan is uh, healthy now. 
Clowney's healthy now, and Sam's beat up. We need we need some one of those two to step up and take some of the plays off Sam. Kiffin said today that Sam's playing between sixty and seventy plays a game. That's too many in the trenches. It's just too many. You can't you can't survive. You're going to get hurt eventually, and uh, you know fifty plays is plenty. And one of those two has got to step up, and I think it should be time. You're right. I mean, they got to get some guys in there. And as of right now, I mean, they finally got some receivers that are stepping up and playing, you know, that uh, hadn't been playing. So, mm-hmm. question. Well, the uh, the last thing off the text message line uh, is well, it was talking about a defensive coordinator. So let me uh, let me go back and check that. Um, Billy was asking about every phase of the game. I guess he's asking which coordinator calls for any blitz we run. Is it the defensive coordinator because there's two co-coordinators? Is that right? No, it's Durkin. Durkin's making all the play calls on the defensive side. Uh, Partridge handles the back end, but he, uh, he doesn't call any of the plays that I'm aware of. All right, so there we have it. We thank all of you for being a part of it again. Cannon Cleary McGraw. Giving us the text messages, ccmoxford.com. If you're looking for lots, land, condos, whatever, houses for sale in Oxford, they've got that for you. And the Rebel Injury Report from Oxford Orthopedics and Sports Medicine. We've talked about those kinds of things for weeks now, and it is you know, an odd situation to have as many offensive players, your, your front-line guys mm-hmm. that are down as Ole Miss is dealing with. Now, it is a next man up, they, right? You recruit. You're supposed to have that next person that can step in there and do that. And hopefully, each and every week, we're starting to see that happen. Well, but I think that I think that this is uh, where you see what probation did to us. We're we're seeing the remnants of not having enough depth. And for us to, Harry's predicting predicting ten wins, and I'm not saying we can't get there. But in order to get there, you had to stay kind of healthy and. Uh, we're not. No. So it's a crapshoot now. Ole Miss and Texas A&M coming up at 6. By the way, the Vanderbilt game at 6.30 the next week. That'll be on the SEC that was Network. surprising. I thought, yeah, but there's a big load of games, and then I saw some of the opponents of the other team, so it was an SEC game, but I thought we'd be back at 11 a.m. I did, too. Right? I thought we might be 9 a.m. By the way, <laughs> I am just now warming up for being in the Grove before Saturday's game. I bet. That was unbelievable. Believable. All right, when we come back, we'll talk with Matt Dean, get a little Texas A&M information on the Cannon Motors of Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 
Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Oxford Orthopedic and Sports Medicine Board Certified Surgeons are specially trained for you and your family. From dad's knee replacement to your son's football injury. Leaders in orthopedic care. Oxford Orthopedic can treat any of your orthopedic needs close to home. Locations in Oxford, Batesville, Grenada, Hernando, Cleveland, Calhoun City, and Pontotoc. Official orthopedic team physicians for Ole Miss Athletics. To make an appointment, call 662-513-2000 or visit OxfordOrtho.org. Howdy toddy, gosh almighty. Hello folks, Sleepy Steve's here with Sleepy Steve's Wholesale Furniture and Mattresses. We're a large supplier of mattresses and furniture. Come see us for all your furniture needs. 1218 Sunset Drive, Grenada, Mississippi, 711B, West Park Avenue. Go Rebels, and remember, it ain't easy being sleepy. It ain't easy being sleepy. Big Delta Power Sports on Cracker Barrel Drive in Batesville celebrates 20 years in business this year. Check out the great selection now of major brands like Honda, Polaris, Can-Am, Yamaha, and Kawasaki. Featuring the most fun off the road and on the road. Motorcycles, ATVs, and side-by-sides. Zero-turn mowers. Plus, you'll find generators by Honda and Polaris. And Big Delta is your steel power equipment dealer. Celebrating 20 years in business, whether it's work or play. Big Delta Power Sports in Batesville. Make Lenora's in Oxford your go-to dinner play this season. Their daily ravioli is always amazing, and you cannot go wrong with the decadent crawfish mac and cheese. They have an excellent variety of seafood dishes, and their ribeyes and fillets are cooked to perfection every time. Have a taste of the weekend on Wine Wednesdays, too. Call for your reservation today at 662-236-1144. That's 236-1144. Located at 309 North Lamar. Great food and great vibes. It's a winning combination. Hey, cheers, and see you at Lenora's. Ole Miss football, basketball, baseball, and more are all right here on the Rebel Yell Hotline, presented by Cannon Motors. Ole Miss ranked number 12 in both polls. Texas A&M number 11. College game day will be here. Ole Miss and A&M kicking it off at 6 at the vault. The game day outlook brought to you by Mars, Mars, and Mars. They're your contact for serious injury for over 30 years now. That's Mars, Mars, and Mars. And our Texas A&M insider goes by the name of Matt Dean. Matt, welcome to the show. How are you tonight? I'm, I'm doing great, guys. I really appreciate the opportunity to talk tonight. Thank you. Certainly, certainly. So this A&M team was 3-2 and two with back-to-back losses to Arkansas and Mississippi State. Now they've reeled off Alabama, Missouri, South Carolina, and Auburn. How has that happened, in your opinion? Well, you're right. Um, after the Mississippi State game, you know, that was a tough loss. Left some points on the field. You know, quite frankly, uh, week two is when it kind of started a little bit downhill for the Aggies with uh, Haynes King, starting quarterback, got hurt in the second series against Colorado. And then, um, you know, junior Zach Kel got, junior Richard Zach Kelton-Zada came in and really found a way to win that game and has made some huge progressions. Um, I was listening to the show earlier, 
Um, you know, Zach has had his moments. He really, he really played well the next week after the Mississippi State loss against Alabama. Had his best game of the, the year, without without question. Um, and then the schedule, you know, Missouri and South Carolina, the, the offensive line has gotten better as well. They're able to run the football um, against those two teams. But I think last week, um, you know, I think Zach really toughed it out. I don't know if you watched the game, but it was 3-3 late in the third quarter. Uh, third and long, Zach ran for seven, eight-yard gain, but instead of sliding, he went head first and um, actually had to leave the field for a couple plays and, and came back. He's a tough competitor, uh, but I give a lot of credit to the defense. That defensive front, DeMarvin Leal, Jaden Peavy, Michael Clemens, and then Tyree Johnson's a name you probably haven't heard of. He's the senior edge rusher. I know Sam Williams is one of the top ten in the nation in sacks for Ole Miss. Tyree Johnson has eight sacks right behind Sam Williams. So the defensive front, uh, you know, Mike Elko is one of the best defensive coordinators in the country. They've been able to get multiple pressures in the last few weeks. They they made Bo Nix look, you know, really confused at times last week in College Station. Well, th- let's talk a little more in depth about that defensive front. Uh, I was telling uh, our previous guest, Mr. Harry Harrison, the color yeah. analyst on our on our shows a bit. Leal to me is the is the catalyst. He's the guy that makes the plays that spark the defense. That you know, just motivate everybody around him. He's the kind of guy that makes everybody around him better. What's your opinion? Hundred percent agree. And and I think if you look at Tyree Johnson's success, and Tyree has a great motor on the edge, but but Demarvin Leal also has five and a half sacks. He's He's six four two ninety. When he gets off the bus, he just looks like a Greek god. He's chiseled, um, and they got some depth on the defensive line, so they're able to kind of give him a break now and then. Uh, Michael Clemens last week, if you watch the Auburn game, uh, on a Jaden Peavy pressure, uh, picks up the fumble and and really um, kind of puts the game to a two score game and, and kind of puts you know the Aggies in the driver's seat. So it, I think DeMarvin stirs the drink. But I just want to let you know there's some there's some gentlemen around him that are playing fantastic football, and and part of that is too, um, they have some 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 experience back in the uh, secondary, so they can go with the four man rush sometimes to get to the quarterback. But I got to tell you, guys, with with all respect, uh, this is the biggest. I mean, I know A and M beat Alabama and Auburn, but Matt Corral, in my mind, if I had a vote, he's my Heisman Trophy winner today. This is the biggest challenge from a quarterback perspective I think the Aggies have faced all year. So you're going to have to see, you know, a, a spy assigned to uh, Corral because if he gets out and makes some of those plays with his feet, I know he's a little banged up, but, but man, that, that young man has had such a great year. And I think he's a lot like Zach Wilson from BYU. They got drafted high by the Jets. I think he's better. Good comparison. So I hope he likes living in Detroit because I think that's where he's going. <laughs> Matt Gordon here. Um, you know, everybody's talking about A&M's defense and all that. I mean, C.J. Spiller is a fine running back, and he has had yeah. a pretty good year. And I think that A&M would come in here against Ole Miss with their defense and probably try to run the ball. Uh, that's pretty much a given. Tell us about him and some of the other running backs that A&M has. Gordon, I think that's got to be the game plan. you got to try to keep Ole Miss's offense off the field and – they have a two-back system that's one of the best tandems in the nation. You know, Isaiah Spiller, um, you know, first of all, they're averaging as a team 191 yards rushing a game. But in their two-back system, it's, it's really Isaiah Spiller, the junior, who's got 873 yards. 
And Devon Achain is uh, got Olympic track speed. He won the SEC 200 this past offseason as a track athlete. Wow. Um, has already turned the kickoff for a touchdown. Uh, the Aggies lead the nation in kickoff return yards at 38 a pop. So it's a two-back system. And the thing about Spiller, Gordon, um, you've got to be careful on him on the wheel route. He's got great hands. He, he's a great pass receiver. I mean, I think, you know, I know that um, one of you guys talked about Jalen Weidemeyer, the big tight end. Um, they got some great weapons. Another young man named Nanias Smith can play a little slot, can go outside, can also run the football, and is, is a dynamic punt returner who had a big punt return for touchdown against South Carolina. So the Aggies are talented, but the key is going to be can the Aggies stay away from turnovers against the Ole Miss defense? I mean, I know statistically you're saying, you know, um, you know, sometimes it's a struggle, but 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 Ole Miss has created some turnovers in key situations. In the last two weeks, the Aggies have struggled in the red zone, particularly against Auburn. So it's going to be important for, for us to finish drives if we got a chance to win the football game on Saturday. Matt Dean is with us. Go ahead, Chuck. Seems like Spiller is in his 11th year, man. <laughs> I don't know what it is. Uh Maybe it's because Clemson, Clemson had a back named Spiller. Yeah, maybe I I'm just called him. Yes, maybe Isaiah I'm just letting that yeah. carry over. But Lord have mercy, that kid seems like he's been at uh, Texas A&M a long time, and he is a quality player. You know, you're right. He's he's basically played major down since year one as a true freshman. So this is his third year. He just cracked the Yankees' top ten in all-time career rushing yardage. Um, so I think he went over 27, 2,800 yards as his career. Um, really a hard-nosed kid. His dad is an Aggie. His dad played tight end for the Aggies, I think, for R.C. Slocum, I believe. Um, and then, you know, honestly, A-Chain's a good compliment because Isaiah's going to run inside the tackles a little bit. Um, but but A-Chain can get outside, and he's got sprinter speed. And, um, you know, they've had three weeks this year, guys, where A-Chain and Spiller both had 100 yards each in the game. And and that's Jimbo. He's going to try to control time of possession. He's going to try to win the middle eight. He's going to try to, you know, force you, you know, to, to stack the box and set up his passing game a little bit. Um, so if, 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 if the Aggies are going to be successful on Saturday, I think two things have to happen. I think they've got to run the football the way they've been running the last three weeks. Um, and, and, I, and I also think they have to do a good job of getting Ole Miss off the field. You know, I was looking today, guys. I didn't realize this. Ole Miss has went for it on fourth down 35 times this year. They've converted 24. It's like 69% close to that. And that's a remarkable stat. And I know it hurt them a couple times against Auburn, and some people can debate whether or not you take the three or whatever. But if, if, if Ole Miss keeps, you know, converting on fourth down and the Aggies can't get off the field, um, it, it can present some problems for, for us. Well, he's definitely going to go. (laughs) You can count on that. There's no doubt he's going. Matt, you've talked about Matt Corral, and obviously uh, those of us at Ole Miss, we've discussed – you know, how injured he is and how well he'll be able to play and do things. I was on the road and traveling and listening to the the A&M and Auburn game. So tell us about the injury status. I know Calzada came back and played, and apparently, according to Jimbo, was going to be okay to practice. But what are the concerns for A&M with Zach and his injury as well? Well, well, Jimbo came out today in his press conference, um, had a chance to listen a little bit, and he said Zach's a full go. Um and that's good because Haynes is out for the year, Haynes King. And um, our, our next option is, a, is basically 
a true freshman that's taken three or four snaps this year, right? That's true freshman. So um, the thing about Calzada, he's a tough kid. You're going to see he's got he's got a pro arm. He's got a hose pipe, guys. Now um, he's improving his decision making, and what's helped him out. One of the things that helped him out was really I was real surprised the Aggies won the line of scrimmage against Alabama. We're able to run the ball against Alabama, and Zach was able to throw the ball downfield uh, to Weidemeyer a couple times, hit A-chain for a big wheel route, and also to Anaya Smith. Um, you know, so I think um, we're going to have to protect him. I mean, I have a concern. You know, uh, Ole Miss actually has more sacks as a team than, than A&M does. So they're going to – Durkin's going to dial up some blitzes, and um, we have to recognize those. We have to get the ball out to our first read. Um, if he can do that, um, then I think the Aggies have an excellent chance. But, I mean, I'm going to tell you what, everyone talks about the Ole Miss offense, fourth in the nation in, in total offense. But, you know, watching the, the, the Tennessee game, I, I thought your defense made some, some huge plays in that game. All right, Matt, one last question here. You hear all this stuff about this LSU job, and you're talking about Jimbo Fisher, you know, in, in line for that job. But somebody getting paid $9 million a year, and I don't. And he just had a huge recruiting weekend. Yeah, uh, I think there's no way that happens. But maybe you can expand a little bit on that. I know your son works for him. Well, you know, my son's in personnel and recruiting there. He's been with Jimbo for four years and just loves working for the man. He's really, really tremendous uh, coach to work for. As a former coach myself, uh, you know, having my son work for Jimbo is just a blessing. I will tell you this, they work hard in recruiting there. Um, they got a commitment this weekend from the number one player in the country, big big Walter Powell out of Knoxville that used to be in Memphis area, guys. Uh, I think he played at St. Benedict High School. Um, so they're going to – right now their class has jumped up in some, in, 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 in some rankings to third in the country. And like you said, Gordon, he's making a tremendous salary. Um, he loves being an Aggie. And, you know, we, we hope – we hope Jimbo's an Aggie for a long time. That's that's all I know. You know, uh, I will tell you, if I was LSU, I'd be coming hard after him, though, because I think he's one of the best coaches in the country. And Scott Ward, Woodward has a relationship with him because he's the one that brought him to Texas a and I just can't believe that, uh, Matt, that LSU can compete with A&M if they really want to keep Jimbo. I just don't no, see it. Correct. I agree 100% I mean, with that, Stephen. And 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 – from what I know of Ross Bjork, he'll pay whatever it takes to keep him. Ross was our AD here for four or five right. years, and and he doesn't mind spending the money, and A&M's got it to spend. Yes, they do, and, and Ross did a good job before the season. He extended Jimbo even more. You know, so, um, Jim, like you said, Jimbo's one of the highest-paid countries, probably the top five-paid college coach in the country. Um, you know, and, and, and obviously he was there as a coordinator with Nick Saban when they won a national championship, but – you know, Jimbo's come out and said numerous times his goal is to win a national championship in College Station, and I believe it. And I and I think, um, you know, the Aggies, I'd say a month ago, guys, it was tough. After the Arkansas loss and the Mississippi State loss, coming off an Orange Bowl win where you finished, the nation, finished fourth in the nation, you know, the expectation was, hey, we're going to go in that Bama game 5-0. and We're going to compete and try to win national championship, get to the SEC title game, right? But you're sitting there at 3-2, and two, and then you start doubting yourself, and that win, has, has just really, you know, propelled this team from a confidence standpoint that they feel like they can play with anyone. But I will tell you, I, you know, I, I know it just from, from talking to several people. Uh, they have a lot of respect for Ole Miss. They know this is – I mean, this is a college game day, 11 versus 12, best game of the week. This is 
a great opportunity for both programs. It's going to be a great atmosphere down at the Grove. Matt, tell me what what you as an Aggie uh, think about the Longhorns coming into the SEC. Uh, good, bad, hey, indifferent, hey, don't South care. Hey, you remember that Tony interview with Bart Scott when he played the New York Jets, and he said, can't wait? I can't wait because, you know, they're having problems with – see, I'm, I'm from Iowa, big Iowa Hawkeye. You may not know that. They're having problems beating Iowa State. I mean, you, you wait till you start lining up against some of the schools in the SEC West, right? And uh, – <laughs> I'm just telling you, I, and I feel the same way about Oklahoma. Um, you know, Ole Miss and, and A&M lined up against both those two those teams right now. I, I'd take either one of those two teams' chances against against Oklahoma or Texas right now. I'll be honest with you. Now, getting back to your question, it's a big-time recruiting deal, right, because you've got Texas and Texas A&M that go after some of the top kids in the country from the state of Texas. And and this year, the Aggies have had the best of them in the recruiting uh, part, and but you know what? Saturday was a big day, guys. To beat Auburn, get your fourth in a row. You know, A&M has beaten Alabama and Auburn in, in, a, in a month period. So the recruiting right now is that, a, a, you know, I, I was told by a source today that uh, if, if Nolan, who commits, actually signs in a month, that will be the highest-ranked recruit ever to play for Texas A&M. So recruiting school well for the Aggies. You know, but, Matt, i, I got to believe that uh... – just the notoriety of Texas moving to the SEC is going to help their recruiting as well. But last question. Yeah. Uh, right. How does A&M uh, – how is A&M handling the NIL? Uh, have you heard any, you know, big you, time – You know, it's interesting because I've heard some players talk about deals they've received that they tried to share with their fellow brother in the locker room. You know, and a lot of people talk like that. But, you know, this summer it was interesting. I don't know if you remember when – when Saban came out and talked about a seven-figure deal yeah. with Bryce Young, if you guys remember that, um, I haven't heard any of those type of things from A&M, you know. Um, but, but one thing I know is there's there's a lot of local alumni support for the Aggies, so I, I got to believe the whole NIL will will even – I mean, you know, Texas has got a lot of support too, so I don't want to say it's one's greater than the other in terms of support in the state of Texas. But let's just say this. I, I think once those two teams start playing on a regular basis, that's going to be some fun atmosphere to go to go watch a football game. In. Matt, thank you so much for your insight tonight. We're up against the break. We appreciate you talking about Ole Miss and the Aggies with us. Hey, guys, thanks so much for having me. I hope it's a great game on Saturday. Thanks for your time. Thank See you, buddy. Me. Look, I'm going to go back to, and we got like two minutes, Chuck, Gordon. Years ago when I went with Ole Miss baseball for the first time to Texas A&M, and this is a couple of – uh, athletic directors prior and he was pointing to that football stadium kyle field he said you see that seat way up over there at that point he was getting 62 dollars a seat and that's been multiple multiple mm-hmm. multiple mm-hmm. years ago and they've added on and now can get even more people in there and he goes i don't have to worry about it i'm getting 100 you know right i'm gonna get a hundred thousand people in and at a minimum i'm gonna get 60 bucks a ticket plus they're coming in here to pay this and pay that i'm surprised at the end i, I wanted to get to that question too that that hasn't been more where we've heard of it of the car dealers in texas yeah. the oil people in it texas. will we will yeah. mattress mac from houston who is yeah. the houston astro guy right or whatever if he's an a&m guy you know there's plenty of money for them to start no grabbing question. a top five class every year no they question. have been pretty much you know without there, it yeah. right without it you know it's coming we'll be back and finish up this show Ole miss and texas a&m style as the Rebs and the Aggies get after it again on Saturday. It's the Cannon Motors of Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline. Ten more minutes to go. Please stay with us. 
Restaurant Arcade Oxford's newest place to eat, drink, and play is excited to say that we are now open for lunch. Starting at 11 a.m., seven days a week, we are now open for lunch. And yes, we have the burgers. Yes, we have the wings. But have you heard about them awesome carne asada fries, steak and shrimp fries, or the awesome fajita fries that everyone has been raving about? If not, you need to get the joysticks, man. Call 380-5249 or come see us at 1801 Jackson Avenue West, right across the street from Dairy Queen. Rebel fans, do you have real estate questions? Coldwell Banker Signature agents have the answers. Whether you're buying or selling, let the agents at Coldwell Banker Signature give you the home field advantage. Start your search now, www.oxford38655.com, or call them directly at 662-50-38655. Also, if you're thinking about a career in real estate, give Martin a call at 662-50-38655 to learn about the opportunities available. Find your home with Coldwell Banker Signature today. Never miss the game and never miss the party at the Library Sports Bar in Oxford. Grab a seat at a cocktail in the sports bar to watch the game on one of their many big screen TVs. Move on into the middle bar for some great live music Thursday, Friday, and Saturday night. Enjoy a breeze, a beer, and a ball game out on their patio as well. Stop in for happy hour from 3 to 7 during the weekdays. Have a big old time at the biggest bar in town. Meet you at the Brary, the Library Sports Bar on South 11th in Oxford. Are you looking for a quality used car at a price fit for your budget? No Worries Automotive Group has locations in Batesville, Olive Branch, South Haven, and Memphis. No credit check, no driver's license, no worries. Every vehicle comes with a 30-month, 30,000-mile service contract. Let our friendly and knowledgeable sales staff help you find the car you deserve. Remember, we have locations in Batesville, Olive Branch, South Haven, and Memphis. Find us anytime, anywhere at NoWorriesCars.com. More of the Rebel Yell Hotline, presented by Cannon Motors, coming up next. Please take me back home to Mississippi. Time to finish up another show here with Gary, Chuck, and Gordon. Red and Blue Chips recruiting segment is presented by Go Orthodontics. Since 1976, they've been offering those friendly, affordable, and quality smiles. Whether you're it's your child, you're a teenager, an adult, seniors, Oxford, Saltillo, South Haven, Corinth, and Collierville. Chuck, what are we doing? Just a few tidbits here. Uh, top 100 quarter cornerback Kamari Rogers is taking his official visit this weekend and at the A&M game, and he is a prime time target for Ole Miss and several other schools. Uh, five-star quarterback Walker Howard, who was supposed to come here last weekend on an unofficial visit, he's an LSU commitment, uh, is probably going to take his official visit this weekend for the Texas A&M game. Ole Miss has offered Chance Campbell's little brother, 
He's a quarterback, Trace Campbell, a, a preferred walk-on situation, which is, you know, uh, chances pushing that, I'm sure. And Ole Miss has offered uh, T.J. Metcalf. He's a safety. He's D.K. Metcalf's cousin. And, and he's gotten an offer. And cornerback to Carlos Nicholson um, from Mississippi Gulf Coast Community College, a commitment to Kentucky seems to be wavering a little bit and is going to visit here for the Texas A&M game. You'd have to think it's a big weekend for a recruiting process. Oh, sure. Right? I mean, you sure. get them here, see this atmosphere and everything that we expect to go on throughout Saturday, and you know, a Rebel win on top of that could be hopefully huge. It's going to be electric, no question. All right, let's pop some music back there in the studio, Mr. Rhino, for the good, <laughs> the bad, and the ugly, presented by Big Delta Power Sports. All right, the good. The Rebels did win. You take any win. That's a good thing as they moved to 7-2 and two on the year. There was a lot of good in the first half. The Rebel defense threw a shutout in the opening half against Louisville and now has put up their second two-quarter goose egg of the season. Obviously, the pass rush by the Rebels produced nine sacks. Sam Williams is a beast. A.J. Finley had two of the Rebels' three interceptions. Seeing Jerry, Jerry and Ely come alive after being the kind of hobbled a little bit for the last couple of weeks with a concussion was a good thing. He gained over 100 yards. Getting a little action out of Braylon Sanders was good. Uh, and, and then we we talked about earlier the fine production from wide receiver Dennis Jackson and John Rice Plumley, who also had big days. Matt Corral, I mean, he had a lot of time to throw and was 20 of 27 for over 300 yards. And even hobbled guys, Corral, as he has been all year, was the best player on the field. The bad, well, the Liberty run game was far too productive for the Rebel defensive coaches to be happy. Most of the damage was done between the tackles, too, and that's a little disturbing considering who's coming up the last three games of the season. Something that hasn't haunted the Rebel defense this year a lot is missed tackles raised its ugly head against the flame way too many. The Rebel run game, expected to be very good against Liberty, was anemic other than Ely, and even he was shut down in the second half. That was just way below average for a team that's, uh, you know, one of the top rushing teams in the country. The ugly, as bad as we hate to keep writing this, the Rebels have been so undisciplined a lot of this year with excessive penalties, and it just doesn't seem to be getting any better. Some of the penalties in the second half on killed offensive drives, and it was the main reason the Rebels only scored three points in the second half. You know, I, I, I really didn't think we'd be still talking about that going into week 10. Me either. You know? I mean, early on, okay, but it's obviously been addressed. It's obviously been talked about sure. a lot. Every day, I would assume. Yes, it's got to be. It has been. But you know what? And I know our time's limited. People talk about this team, and Chuck mentioned this off the air. I mean, we we got hit with probation, that being Ole Miss. And the bottom line, if we're 8-4, and 9-2, and two, that's vast improvement from the time they've been here with the limited amount of recruits and guys that probably shouldn't have been taken years ago. And finally, it seems like this coaching staff is stepping up and, you know, getting this team playing right. Yeah, depth, you know, as we said earlier, depth's the, the issue right now. I mean, it's been a grueling season. Uh, this is, what, six in a row without a break, and we're going to have nine in a row without a break. I mean, that's a lot to ask for a team that's kind of thin to begin with. But they've gutted it out. I mean, they're seven and two. They've had some good wins. 
I mean, I don't know what we could ask for more, really. No, not really. I mean, you're seven and two, right? You're number twelve in the country. Yeah. Still, things can play out. Looking at the, the let's say hierarchy of the SEC and who's going to what bowl game, right? Sure. You beat A and M. You beat Vandy. You beat State, and you're ten and two. You're going to finish second in the West. Going to a great bowl. You're going. You, you probably That's right. Uh, probably New Year's After six. After being on right? terrible yeah. probation. Probably New Year's six. Yeah. Big task coming up on Saturday. Sure. There's no doubt. Well, Big task coming up on Saturday. Well, and and. Going to start was never a bargain. No, correct. You know, I mean, you don't have to play one of your better games over there. Mississippi State's gotten better. Uh, Will Rogers is playing good football. Their defense is pretty good. Um, you know, <laughs> and Ole Miss, better go over there ready. And Ole Miss can never look past Vanderbilt in any year, right? That's I mean, right. I, I know that I think they this, can year, this year. This year, yeah. this year maybe, but we know what that's terrible been Vanderbilt team. Not not look past them, but maybe not focus on them as much, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> absolutely. All right, so uh, big thanks to Harry Harrison. Big thanks to Matt Dean for being on the program. To you guys for text messaging in at 662-426-1093. Rhino in the studio as well. Tomorrow night, 630 at the Pavilion. Ole Miss and New Orleans against the Privateers. So we'll see that first real basketball game. Yeah. They've, they've had that private scrimmage that we can't talk about. Right. And then they played Trevecca, and we'll see what it's really like tomorrow night there in the Pavilion. I think everybody's excited. He's on TV, too. Uh, about both men and women's basketball seasons getting started this week. I am, for sure. Excited. So hope we see you in Oxford at some point along the way at some kind of sporting event. Basketball, both men and women. Soccer hosting St. Louis in uh, the NCAA first round. And then, of course, the reason we were really on the air tonight, Ole Miss and Texas A&M playing some football. There you go. Guys, let's talk again next Monday. Have a good week, everybody. Gary and Arby, Chuck Roundsville, and Gordon Ford. So long. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.